Her description was here suddenly interrupted by the signal for assault, which was given by the blast of a shrill bugle, and at once answered by a flourish of the Norman trumpets from the battlements, which, mingled with the deep and hollow clang of the nakers, a species of kettle-drum, retorted in notes of defiance the challenge of the enemy. The shouts of both parties augmented the the shouts of both parties augmented the fearful din, the assailants crying, "'St. George for merry England!' and the Normans answering them with loud cries of, "'En avant de Brassy! Beausain! Beausain! Front de Boeuf à la recousse!' according to the war-cries of their different commanders. It was not, however, by clamour that the contest was to be decided, and the desperate efforts of the assailants were met by an equally vigorous defence on the part of the besieged. The archers, trained by their woodland pastimes to the most effective use of the longbow, shot, to use the appropriate phrase of the time, so wholly together, that no point at which a defender could show the least part of his person escaped their cloth-yard shafts. By this heavy discharge, which continued as thick and sharp as hail, while notwithstanding every arrow had its individual aim, and flew by scores together against each embrasure and opening in the parapets, as well as at every window where a defender either occasionally had post or might be suspected to be stationed, by this sustained discharge two or three of the garrison were slain, and several others wounded. But confident in their armour of proof, and in the cover which their situation afforded, the followers of Front Boeuf and his allies showed an obstinacy in defence proportioned to the fury of the attack, and replied with the discharge of their large crossbows, as well as with their longbows, slings, and other missile weapons, to the close and continued shower of arrows, and, as the assailants were necessarily but indifferently protected, did considerably more damage than they received at their hand. The whizzing of shafts and of missiles on both sides was only interrupted by the shouts which arose when either side inflicted or sustained some notable loss. "'And I must lie here like a bedridden monk,' exclaimed Ivanhoe, "'while the game that gives me freedom or death is played out by the hand of others. Look from the window once again, kind maiden, but beware that you are not marked by the archers beneath. Look out once more, and tell me if they yet advance to the storm.' With patient courage, strengthened by the interval which she had employed in mental devotion, Rebecca again took post at the lattice, sheltering herself, however, so as not to be visible from beneath. "'What dost thou see, Rebecca?' again demanded the wounded knight. "'Nothing but the cloud of arrows flying so thick as to dazzle mine eyes, and to hide the bowmen who shoot them.' "'That cannot endure,' said Ivanhoe. If they press not right on to carry the castle by pure force of arms, the archery may avail but little against stone walls and bulwarks. Look for the knight of the fetterlock, fair Rebecca, and see how he bears himself, for as the leader is, so will his followers be. "'I see him not,' said Rebecca. "'Foul craven!' exclaimed Ivanhoe. "'Does he blench from the helm when the wind blows highest?' "'He blenches not, he blenches not,' said Rebecca. "'I see him now. "'He leads a body of men close under the outer barrier of the Barbican. "'They pull down the piles and palisades. "'They hew down the barriers with axes. "'His high black plume floats abroad over the throng "'like a raven over the field of the slain. "'They've made a breach in the barriers. "'They rush in. "'They are thrust back. 
Front de Boeuf heads the defenders. I see his gigantic form above the press. They throng again to the breach, and the pass is disputed hand to hand and man to man. God of Jacob, it is the meeting of two fierce tides, the conflict of two oceans moved by adverse winds. She turned her head from the lattice, as if unable longer to endure a sight so terrible. "'Look forth again, Rebecca,' said Ivanhoe, mistaking the cause of her retiring. "'The archery must in some degree have ceased, since they are now fighting hand to hand. Look again, there is now less danger.' Rebecca again looked forth, and almost immediately exclaimed, "'Holy prophets of the law! Front de Boeuf and the Black Knight fight hand to hand on the breach, amid the roar of their followers, who watch the progress of the strife. Heaven strike with the cause of the oppressed and of the captive!' 